0: This video is brought to you by Black Moon Games. Check out their products at shop-black-moon.com. I feel like we're going in reverse because last week we talked about the holidays. Uh, Now we're going to be talking about Halloween games, but, you know, I thought that this was a pretty good episode to have because, you know, Halloween is coming right up. It's actually only, how many more days? 13 more days away as of this recording. So we thought that... uh, You know, whether or not you go trick-or-treating or celebrate uh, Halloween, maybe you can play some tabletop games with your friends and family, and we'll give you some suggestions as to what uh, you might want to play this year. Stick around. It's Chaotic Goodcast episode 121 Halloween-themed games. Hey everyone, welcome to the Kid I Good Cast our weekly Geeky Roundtable. I'm your host, Doug Shoot, and with me are my fellow casters, Ben Higgins from Quarter Staff Games.
1: So Barney hasn't been on for a while, so I wanted to double load the shotgun and hit you with a dad joke as well tonight. I've got so, one too. I've got one as well. So uh, I've really got guys. Oh my so, goodness. so what is a zombie uh what is a zombie kid's favorite drink? Ghoulade. aid <laughs>
0: nice i love it i love it oh yeah and back from his rotary meetings that he has almost every week at this point
2: yeah see
0: author and illustrator and and just overall funny guy of storycomic.com the one and only barney smith
2: i have a chicken proof lawn it's impeccable
0: nice you know buddy. while you were gone i we actually I, I came over to your house and i used your wi-fi and uh you gave me the passcode for your, right. your wi-fi i mm-hmm. can i i'm gonna tell everybody what the is. yeah yeah passcode yeah, is, for okay? it, yeah it's, uh, it's mickey mini goofy donald pluto huey dewey louie dublin because it's because it, it's, it's a
2: capital it's a capital and in seven characters
0: and eight characters yeah eight Same characters and one capital so it had okay, to be yeah. one yeah so yeah <laughs> <All right. laughs>
2: You I'm forgot exclamation I,
1: point.
0: I, I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. There's already
1: <laughs> and the viewership dropped to zero. Yeah. <laughs> we scared everybody away
0: at this during this episode, this Halloween themed episode. How about that? <laughs> there you go. Oh man. All right. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna talk a little bit about uh, Halloween themed games, some of our favorites. We're gonna give you some suggestions. We're also gonna tell you uh, what's new at the store. But before. We dive in. I would like to tell everyone that if you're listening to this on the audio podcast, uh, you can join us every Monday night live on YouTube. Uh, we do this every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. Just switch, search for Victory Condition Gaming. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Uh, and if you're enjoying these episodes, please hit the like button down below. That helps us quite a bit. Helps us grow the show. Lets other folks know that, uh, you know, we're somewhat entertaining, I guess, maybe. Hmm. I don't know. I
1: uh, need to look at my yeah be. at
0: least funny to look at I guess Despite our, our dad jokes uh but yeah we greatly <laughs> <Okay>. appreciate everybody
2: <laughs> so Doug now that people are listening is like what we can watch it now too I want to see how funny looking these people are so yeah so yeah this is what you missed out on the audio this, podcast this is
0: and and you get to to watch us all like <laughs> be weird and awkward online you know right. uh let's see here John says light crew tonight yes it is a light crew just the three of us but you know we got the, we got three powerhouses right here. Yep,
2: I got the light right here. Here we go. Look There's your light through yeah. Wow,
0: nice. <laughs> All right, let's get to our first segment, and that of course is new at the store. Ben, show me the money! Show me the money. It never gets old. That never That's gets old.
1: Never never gets younger either. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First up, uh, we have uh, a long-awaited CCG release. Uh, This is the My Hero Academia collectible card game. Uh, This actually uses the Universes system that's been well-established for many years now. Uh, But this was actually promoted uh, and announced like three years ago. It was actually set to be released May of 2020. But as we all know, COVID happened and it's been pushed back for over a year, and it is just now hitting your local game stores. Uh, well, some of your local game stores. If your if your store got in on an early promotion, uh, it is showing up now. The official release for this product won't be actually until December. Uh, so kind of hunt around for it now, because it's still a pretty hot little property. Uh, and if you are a fan of the My Hero Academia anime, uh, this grabs so much of that and puts it in this first wave. And if you're a fan of fighting games, the universe's system, it, it is probably the most comprehensive like, translation of those fighting game mechanics into a collectible card game. There's upper, lower, mid blocks, attacks, uh, you power up your characters as you go through and perform different moves, uh, you can block. It's uh, it's it's just a really robust system that I think will uh, definitely reward uh, strategic TCG players.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I I actually researched this game a little bit before because you, you said that we, we were going to talk about it tonight. I researched this game a little bit online, trying to see okay, well, how does this game play and everything. It's a little more like it's. I I feel like it's a little more complex than than a lot of. Uh, tcgs or ccgs that are out there on the market um there's this like weird like powering up like step where like you it's almost like a push your luck kind of thing where you're just trying to keep building up this ladder before you like fight and uh it's interesting it's interesting i don't know if i would play it i don't i'm not a big my my daughter used to be a huge uh my hero academia fan but uh, she's kind of gotten away from that over the last few years but uh (laughs) You know right right when it was announced she was like i was like oh there's a there's a, a ccg coming out she's like oh that's pretty cool and now i mentioned it she's like yeah, i don't care
1: uh, well i mean when when you've got a, a project in 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 two-year development from when it's supposed to be out basically it's a uh, it's uh, hard to maintain that hype but uh this one i think has successfully been able to do it with the majority of its uh target audience. So yeah. we definitely had a lot of people messaging the store here asking uh, us for it and we were one of the retailers that decided to go in and get the early release kit. So uh, we were we're happy to tell them that we do have it.
0: Nice. That's very cool. Um yeah, I, I'm curious to see how well this is the fan base is very rapid for this uh, for this anime and for this property. So it wouldn't surprise me if it uh, is you know really hot out of the gate. The I've never heard of the system though that this game plays on so is it something that has different ips that that uh, you can can you play this set with other sets is that yeah as something?
1: as i understand it uh any of these uh card games work either independently or together and they've done street fighter um i believe okay. they did a tekken one don't quote me on that people can fact check me on that but uh definitely a street fighter so if you want to bring those fighting games into this anime um, I think it'll work, and the anime translates really well. Um, I, full disclosure, I've never watched My Hero Academia, but uh, one of my coworkers is a huge fan. He was like briefing me on it earlier today, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's apparently all about these these uh, people who have, I guess, what they call quirks, uh, and the quirks are basically their fighting moves and powers and everything. Uh, so it translates to the fighting game genre very well.
0: So what's what's coming out with this with this launch uh, for this this line Ben is it just booster packs is there starters or what 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 else uh, what can folks look for when when they uh, inquire at the source?
1: There is a two player starter. Uh, there's only one. Uh, it's got two of the main characters from the game. Uh, in that there are two. I believe they're exclusive ultra rares that are in this starter. So this starter will definitely be something that's desirable not only by players trying to learn the system. But also uh, collectors of the My Hero Academia uh, IP as well, and then it comes in booster packs as well. They're in boxes of 24. They're 10 card packs, and they are uh, they they're available uh, just like most other CCGs are. So, so it does have a
0: rarity system. So you're going to have yeah. like super rares, ultra rares, and rares, and all. That. Yeah,
1: I believe there's three. Uh, oh, pardon me, five rarities. Uh, there's your common, uncommon, and rare. Uh, and then there's ultra rares and X rares, uh, and the X rares are the highest rarity, and they uh, they are. But I believe all of the X rares are just chase variant versions of other rares that are in the set. So uh, you don't necessarily need to have them to build a deck. They're just a way to kind of show off a little bit. You know that taunt move that uh, that you do in these fighting games. You just do that with your deck now, throwing the card down. Uh, can I? Uh, I'm just going to bring
0: up the cards again. There's, mm-hmm. to me, there's a lot of stuff going That's on in these.
1: There's cards. There's a lot going on on these cards. Yeah,
0: like it just it just seems like a lot. And I think this is this is these are cards of the fighters, right? There's certain fighters mm-hmm. that you bring to the table and they, they represent you as you you play. But like there just seems to be a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of like icon- iconography, numbers, and mm-hmm. symbols, and yeah. yeah what's the... the
2: learning? What's the learning curve on that then?
1: Uh, I would say uh, fairly steep, um, but I don't know exactly where it it kind of tops off and plateaus. Um, a lot of the cards will do different things depending on where they are, whether they're on your battlefield, in your hand, in your deck, uh, and they can all be used in different ways. So really figuring out the flow and the movement of your deck uh, is going to be a, a pretty, pretty, pretty steep learning curve for those first few games i think once you get a feel for it uh, it should move fairly smoothly so would that would that
2: necessarily mean that because of the steep learning curve is it for fans of my hero Academia, or is it fan over is it fans of people that play ccgs
1: um i think it's going to grab both um Probably it'll more likely grab people who are, who are CCG fans, who are fans of the anime, rather than fighting game fans who, who may be interested uh, in the anime. Um, but uh, just because it's, I've noticed a lot of crossover between uh, fighting game fans and gamers, but it's hard to get the fighting game fans into the games. They like seeing them. They like checking them out but that's time away from their fighting game so it may not necessarily uh, draw them into playing a face to face game but definitely fans of the anime I think are more likely to pick up the card game because it's got art from the show art from their favorite episodes art of their favorite characters on it and that may actually draw them into playing rather than just collecting
2: so I what what would be the benefit of making it making the rules so complicated if if you want to try to reach out to people that know the
1: I think it, I honestly, I think it comes from where we're dealing with an existing property here and I believe the existing property has, uh, has complicated. It's, uh, it's, I don't want this to sound too negative cause it shouldn't be games, games like, uh, collectible card games, the longer they're around, they just naturally complicate themselves and it's yeah. not necessarily a bad thing. Um, magic was a super simple basic game when it first came out and now it's a lot more strategic and, and and up there um but yeah i i think it's just one of those things they're working with an existing rule set with the universal system so they're probably hamstrung a little bit in that regard because it's come to such a point where it already is so complicated they can't necessarily dumb it down too much without making the cards uh undesirable to fans of the universal system already uh, okay. So you kind of have to bring them in at that current level of complexity to uh, satisfy existing players and also potentially bring in new fans.
0: Now, did because Jasko the one that, that's uh, uh, putting this game out, or this guy? Did they put out the previous sets as well?
1: I believe they are the the publisher of the universes altogether. Yeah, this is the first time. That I know of, that Jasco has partnered with um, Asmoday North America, who is handling the North hmm. American distribution of this. Um, so, uh, but as I understand it, Asmodee is not in the design and development. That that is Logis. all Jasco. Yeah, they're just handling uh, the logistics of of uh, distribution.
0: Interesting, interesting, very cool. All right, what else you got for us uh, this week at the store, been
1: Uh, The next is Equinox. This is a board game from Plan B Games uh, and designer Reiner Knizia. Uh, This is actually a reskin of one of his previously released games, but it's got some new cards and new abilities in there as well. Uh, The original game was Colossal Arena, which quite honestly didn't really grab too many people for its, its design and layout and theming. This, on the other hand, Equinox looks uh, gorgeous. Uh, you are all these legendary storybook creatures and you're trying to make yourself uh, so appealing that you get put into the storybooks and remembered uh, for countless generations. And uh, it looks really great. The art on this is fantastic. Uh, Reiner Knizzi is a, a very good board game designer uh colossal arena was mechanically very good and with the new addition of a few new creatures new cards within this i can definitely see this really taking off and finding a new foothold with a lot of board game uh fans so i am i'm very interested to be trying this out soon uh the art has grabbed me and i definitely want to get it to the table
0: it's interesting that they that they totally revamped like the the uh like the theme of the the game mm-hmm. and just didn't up like because you see a lot of board games that like update the art and like some of the iconography you know some of the layouts of, of to make things easier you don't really hear about board games that just totally just take okay well this theme didn't work we're gonna apply a different theme and put it you yeah know, and, and put it out in a different way so that's interesting to me i'm i'm, I'm eager to see how well this
1: does yeah it, and it's one of those things that's like It kind of opens the door for people to think about other existing games and and how they maybe uh, could be reskinned with a new uh, a new theme or a new even slap an existing uh, ip onto it Um, you know we've seen similar things uh, in the board game world before but when you take really usually those are done as for lack of a better term cash grabs but this right. really seems like we wanted to refresh the game and give it life and a second chance really, rather than trying to just get a reprint out for a, a quick little infusion of cash. Uh, this one definitely feels like there's a lot of love behind it because the art is so strong. They really, I think, thought more about the theme with this reset than necessarily uh, the original, which was very bare bones, like it's an arena. Cool, you got your monsters fighting an arena. This they've done a little bit more to kind of tie it into an overarching storybook kind of world. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. I, I think it's cool and yeah. Well uh, one of the things that is really interesting about this is there are two box versions. There's a green box and a purple box and Is uh, there any difference? I haven't been able to find anywhere where they've stated that there's a difference. So Pick your pick your art. I guess it's similar to um, uh, the Abyss. Uh, it was a game that yep, came out yep. uh, that had like four different covers, but the the game on the inside was entirely the same. So, yeah. Uh, do you like giant uh, swamp monsters or majestic forest, uh, forest princes? Yeah. Pick, pick your box art.
2: Well, yeah. So I think the difference is, is the color. One's purple and one's
1: green. Well, y- yes. But it's not—it's also... not, it's not what's on the outside. It's what's on the inside that counts, Brian.
0: Oh, okay, right. It's
1: like people that way.
0: Just—it's—it's it's like your—it's like your sweaters that way.
1: It's...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Let's see. What else you got for us uh, this this week, Ben?
1: Uh, And the final thing is actually a book I was really hoping that I would have in my hands and be able to show off physically. But unfortunately, it got pushed back a week. Uh, This is Fizban's Treasury of Dragons. This is the newest um, release in the D&D 5th edition lineup. Uh, This is the dragon supplement that people have been wanting for years now. Uh, It'll really deep dive into dragons, the chromatics, the, uh, the metallics and all the things that make a dragon, a dragon. And it's, uh, we'll also introduce the, uh, the gem dragons into fifth edition. These have been uh, a pretty popular dragon from previous editions that has never quite made it into fifth edition, the official fifth edition, uh, supplements anyway. And we're going to get in there and, uh, and really dive in. So yeah, it's going to have a ton of stuff. Uh, as with all the most recent, D books this will have an alternate cover that is available only at your friendly local game store uh, so if you are interested in that maybe give them a call or hop onto their their web store and see if any are still available these go quick and uh, it once they're done they are very uh, very hard to track down after the fact so uh, giving you an extra week to pre-order them hopefully you might be able to find a copy
2: right I mean they sure have been dragging out releasing that <laughs>
1: Oh, I see what you did there.
2: <laughs> see, like I feel like I have to. I feel like I have to contribute because like J- Jason isn't on tonight, so I have to like
0: cycling. Like... <laughs> uh, yeah, that uh, that alternate cover looks really, really nice. They're
1: they're sense. they're they're both great. Uh, honestly, yeah. I'm not even sure which one I like better. To be honest, um, the um... The the alt cover has the soft touch finish, which Ooh. is really nice. Um, they've all had those, and yep. um, uh, they're they're gorgeous to look at. Um, but man, that that normal cover with the two dragons fighting midair, uh, I, I'm probably going to end up getting one of each for my collection. So, uh, says you
0: don't want to be a drag on the podcast.
1: Oh oh.
0: <laughs> uh, uh
1: so, man, if, so if only we could tip the scales back towards the serious <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's too late for that <laughs> well sounds like some great uh, re- great releases this week uh-huh. uh we've been kind of worried that there wasn't going to be so much releases later on in the fourth quarter of, of uh 2021 so far but so far we're, we're you're doing pretty well so far it seems like uh, the friendly local game store
1: yeah, it's uh, it it's been a pretty good, pretty good summer uh, coming into the into the fall here, and hopefully momentum can continue. Uh, we're still all waiting with with bated breath to see what happens and really how bad all the shipping delays and and logistical supply chain stuff is going to be. Um, but so far we're kind of in the clear still, knock on wood, cross your fingers, cross your toes. And, uh, like we said last week, do your shopping early. Cause we really don't know what's coming down the pipe in the next month or two.
0: Well, one thing we should probably mention is last week it was or last Saturday mm. was Free RPG Day mm. uh, at, uh, at a lot of uh, friendly local game stores. And I know Ben at your store, uh, you uh, you did free, free RPG Day. And I, if you haven't checked out, they did a little vlog for that. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, but uh, so you can go check that out on the show somewhere. Um, but uh, yeah, you you want to tell? It looks like there was quite a few different offerings yeah. this, this year, and you want to talk a little bit about that for uh, <laughs> folks that maybe you are interested.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, unfortunately, I, I can't give you the preview ahead of time, but um, this kit was really big this year. Uh, there were a lot of things. Um, not every offering was super deep. You know, there were some offerings that only had a few copies. Uh, but if you're interested and your store did do Free RPG Day, get in touch with them. They may still have some stuff lying around that they'd be happy to pass along to you. Um, as uh, as you mentioned in the in the vlog, there, Doug. Uh, a lot of stores do use this as a way to promote some sales. Uh, so free RPG day may come with uh, a small asterisk, but you'll never have to buy the items that are available in this. A lot of people are giving them away as a free gift with purchase type style thing. Um, I actually, uh, took two of the items myself and, uh, I think you, you mentioned one of them on the blog. Um, that was the, the level one volume two. Yeah. from um from ninth level games which um if you can get a your hands on one of these still this is the best thing in the kit right? every year it's so good it's, it's, it should be like a 15 dollar item at least this is easily a 15 dollar book you could probably sell this for 20 and no one would bat an eye There's a whole handful of quick start RPGs, little two page RPGs, three page RPGs that just really bring everything together. Um, They really showcase a lot of different uh, items. And um, one of the really great things that I love about this is there's a whole icon system. For those of you watching live, you won't be able to see this if you're listening to the audio podcast, but at the top of every, uh, every little RPG, little zine, there's an icon system that tells you if it's for multiple players, um, if it's GMless, if it requires a GM, what the age kind of accessibility is, and and the general like overall theme: is it action? Is it suspense? Is it romance? So you can flip through this and find one that your group will love super quick. Um, I hope that that ninth level uh, really continues with this and gets this going because. Th- this was my favorite pick for 2020. This is my favorite pick for 2021. And I really wanna add a third, fourth, fifth copy as the years go on.
0: This, this is almost 90 pages. Yeah. Like that's crazy to think about.
1: It's, uh, it, it's wonderful. Uh, and they included it in volume. Like there were, there were plenty of copies of these yeah. in the kit. So um, definitely if you're interested, contact a local store that did do Free RPG Day. See if they have any left. It's my big pickup. Um, and the other big shout-out I wanted to give um, was to Magpie Games and their Root uh, their root 1. Um, this is actually a preview of a game system that's not even out yet. And as a retailer, that's amazing sure. for me. I hope other uh, RPG companies consider doing this in the future. Like, if you've got a game that's coming out in the next four or five months, put together a little quick start. Put it into the free RPG uh, G-Day kit. And this will only help your sales in the long run. I had people ask me where they could buy the core rulebook for this, and we actually have a date now that it's going to be available at the beginning of 2022. So, uh, yeah, I am I am excited about this. Uh, this was a great sales tool on the weekend, and it's the whole quick start and a full adventure in here as well with pre-generated characters. Uh, so, yeah, if you're a role-playing company and you've got a game coming up think about free RPG day as part of your advertising and your marketing. Uh, It's been, it's been really good for us as a store.
0: Yeah, I was I was a little harsh on a couple of the products that were that, that were released during Free RPG Day, but I, overall, I, I want to say you know all the products in in, in the uh, in the kit were, were really great. Um, overall, uh, there were a couple things that I personally I probably would have tweaked a little a little here and there, but that's just you know my marketing side of things like that. That that's how my brain works whenever I see you know promotional items. Um, but uh, any any. Item that gets folks interested in RPGs is a good item, is a good item in my, my opinion, for especially sure. uh, you know when you have a, an event like Free RPG Day. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, no, was I, it, uh, was it, was it a, a good
1: success? It was Were a you... success. Yeah. Was
0: it? Okay. Yeah, we
1: uh uh for those that may be unaware, these Free RPG Day kits are not free to the retailers. Uh, us as stores do have to purchase them, and it we kind of consider it part of our marketing budget as well. Um, but, uh, so thank you for everyone that came out, looked at the table. Uh, if you just grabbed something, thanks for stopping by saying hi and checking things out. And if you purchased something from a store that was doing this, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we can't, uh, we can't stay open and doing these cool things and these really fun offerings for you, uh, without your continued, uh, support, you know, as much as we'd love, uh, bills to be paid by, by smiles and, and waves. Uh, making those little tiny purchases do add up, and they mean a lot to the the local game stores in your area and and to us. I heard.
0: I even heard some stores that uh, had leftover items from 2019 or 2020 uh, because you know of how 2020 all went down, and they were giving away. Okay, you could take one 2021 item and one 2022 or 2020 item, and and they were they're actually giving away you know two two of the nice. items, which is super nice. I mean that's awesome to do, and it kind of gives you you know a little more incentive to come out to the stores. But I, I hope uh, hope overall it was it was successful for most stores as far as the sales yeah. concern sales concerned. So
1: yeah, no, I I I would chalk it up to be a success. So yeah, good. it was pretty good. In our area we had uh we had some severe thunderstorms and I think that we kept did. a lot of people away on the actual free RPG itself, but the next day was a little better and we kept their promotion going all weekend. So and Did you go? Okay. Uh, yeah, it definitely uh definitely think it worked out overall.
0: Yeah, I got up and, and got back right before those uh, those big thunderstorms hit.
1: <laughs> yeah, they were they were pretty they were, good.
0: They were, pretty, they were and,
2: pretty good. And and you did do some Grocery shopping too, before you got home. <laughs> right. Did I go to grocery shopping? But didn't you go grocery? I said you parked right outside the the, the price chopper. Oh parking yeah, yeah. yeah you know? Afterwards,
0: I did. Uh, yeah, yeah. on the, the way back through. Yeah, you yeah. have to stop at the grocery store because you got to get your supplies because the storm's coming through. Got to yeah. get your Mountain
1: Dews and your Cheetos for your for your roleplay games. Right.
0: That's right. I totally forgot that, and like Barney Barney picks, picks it right up. <laughs> oh well anyway so that's that's a great uh, great news to hear about all the things are going on in yeah. the store so good deal so let's get us to our featured to- topic which is uh Halloween themed games let's uh get right to our featured topic or content where's the feature I don't know where presentation the feature, feature presentation
1: and now our feature presentation
0: amazing it's amazing <laughs> so halloween is only a few weeks away in fact by the time this hits the audio podcast it'll be even closer it'll probably be almost even a, just a week away uh, so we thought well let's get an a, a a uh, show up to t- kind of talk about some of our favorite Halloween-themed games. And let us know in the chat, uh, everybody that's, that's watching live, uh, let us know what some of your favorite uh, Halloween-themed games are. And, uh, you know, we can kind of give you a few. If you're not going to go trick-or-treating, or maybe you're going to have friends over. When is Halloween this year? Is it on a Friday? No, it's not. It's Isn't it the midweek? Sunday. Or is it Sunday, a Sunday? Sunday? Wow, it's a Sunday. So maybe you're, maybe you're getting together with, with fr- friends or family uh, on the weekend for Halloween, and, and maybe you want to pull out some rpgs or, or board games and and play uh play some halloween themed games instead of you know eating all that candy because i know ben and, and barney they're working on their con bods still because yeah, you know oh yeah yeah and they're they're not going killing it they're, they're killing, killing it with it. the uh, with, with the, uh Lack of snacking and eating bad stuff, uh, but yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about uh, some some Halloween themed games. I, I try to pick games that I think are pretty well in stock right now, games that have been out on the market for a while, um, games that should be pretty easily to pick up. Uh, so and and so, if you'd like to pick up a game, it should be available. Uh, you probably can get it from a friendly game store, but uh, yeah. Let's let's dive right in and uh, give give some of our, our favorites. Do we want to talk about like I don't know? Do we want to talk about the RPGs first? Do we want to talk about like board games? Do we? Did you guys have picked any? Do you guys pick any? Uh, I got RPGs? I got
2: I got I got one of everything. I even got a couple of video games too. Nice.
0: Video games? Who plays video games? Oh, I don't know. <laughs>
2: there's a really uh, good streamer there's a really good
0: twitch streamer called uh, higgins 802 that i watch all the time. yeah he, i hear he's uh, the premier vermont stream streamer in the morning the, the
1: premier 8:30 a.m based vermont streamer yeah definitely. i believe was yeah that's the, that's, uh, the endorsement by story comic yes. <laughs>
0: nice.
1: uh look at that Vanta bc even
0: uh, throws up some
1: uh look at that uh, some of my emotes look at those
0: nice uh yeah let's let's go, let's go with Barney since Barney uh, Barney what what do you got for us what what, what, what give us give us a a, a Halloween themed game okay to, to so
2: go. you know first of all I gotta say Christmas is coming around the corner I got my Christmas outfit on oh that was last <laughs> week's episode I'm I'm like a week behind it's so embarrassing <laughs> it's all good
0: it's all good so.
2: Just reverse it is it is the Avengers. See, do you see the Avengers?
0: Here, I'll I'll bring you up, and uh, it's uh you know this is this is why folks should, should tune in to us live so they can watch this these the shenanigans.
1: What, was this was this a gift from uh from 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 your pal Feige there? This, that... Yeah,
2: good old yeah, good old Kevin. Did Kevin,
1: did Kevy, yeah. uh, send
2: you that. Yeah, Kevy F. Yep, he sent that to me. Oh, nice. nice guy. So I yeah, so I've said in like other episodes, like I got I I cut my teeth on uh um white wolf world of darkness and so you could probably take any of those you could take vampire werewolf mage wraith chain any of those mummy all of them could be considered halloween but you got to take what's like that you know the, the best so obviously i had to grab i had to grab my wraith so wraith probably is the the spookiest I mean you're you're playing a ghost I mean you can't get any spookier than that (laughs) so and even even like even the designs on here and everything I mean it's 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 horror you know penultimate horror involved in um in the game have you guys ever played Wraith at all or
0: I've never played Wraith Vanderbeest would like to know what year was that published
2: uh so i'm not even gonna look i'm gonna try to remember so vampire was 91 werewolf was 92 mage 93 race 94. so first edition came out in 94. um so then second edition came out in three years after that i think that second edition came out in 97 i believe
0: you right. can let us know in the comments whether or not barney's right but just let i me am know.
2: i am proud of my uh my uh, world of darkness um
0: memory on this
2: 97 <laughs> my goodness oh my goodness yeah. <laughs> uh yeah so that so it in what, what, what i love about the game itself uh, i've tried to run it a few times but i'm just too optimistic of a person to try to run a really good wraith game
1: sure. um
2: and <laughs> But, but the, the entire thing, to, as I say, takes place in the fact that you are you are a ghost and you're tied to the world by things called fetters, um, which are which are basically um, physical objects, people or things or locations that tie you to that are unfinished business that you have. Uh, but when you're in the, the, the called the Shadowlands, the places where the where, where all you are as rates and, and, and the, the, the restless dead. Um, they're sure that hunt you as well. So, and the scariest thing about it is like the only physical things that exist in the world are corpus. It's actually ghosts itself is the actual thing. So when you actually go into Stygia, which is like the capital city, which is in the middle of the tempest of this, of this place, the entire city's built of, of remnants of, 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 ghosts you just, you, you take their corpus and actually mold them into bricks and stuff so there's a there's an entire freaky malleable what's the word It's that um you play Plato, but i'm trying to think of there's actually uh there's actually a a film design was it there's a filmmaker where they have that where it's like everything is made of fleshy things so it's this really freaky scary hunting and then you have what the other cool thing about that game as well is that you actually have another player will play your shadow. So if you get it down to the incapacitated, you have to go through what's called a harrowing where um, you kind of have to try to get yourself out of it to kind of build up one of your passions and your fetters again to get yourself um, back to from being quote unquote unconscious. So but it's it is a it's a it's a dark and brooding and um, and, and it's a um, it's a scary it's a, it's a, it's a scary, but fun and almost thing it goes, but yeah, slime, you know, <laughs> but I would say it's, it's, I would, I would recommend anybody if you haven't played Wraith, there are some really cool live streams that actually are uh, uh, that actually people will play Wraith and you can really kind of get um, down into it. It's really fun. Yeah.
0: Phantom says uh, Wraith is a really heavy game, if I recall correctly.
2: Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's really, it's really heavy. Uh, and but it, you could do a lot of scary stuff with it, so yeah.
0: Uh, Jody Denton says, uh, "All Flesh Must Be Eaten" was my go-to game seven or eight years ago, but now it's called Cthulhu, especially "Forget Me Not" by Stygian Fox. Mm. Very cool. Um, yeah, I, I I guess I'll, I'll kind of go next with uh, with my suggestion for a tabletop RPG, and that would probably be Monster of the Week um, by what is that by Evil Hat? was put out that? trying to remember who put out monster of the week that's very i'm whenever whenever i think um whenever i think of uh halloween i don't really think of uh let me just monster of the week i I, I think of um, yeah it's put out by evil evil hat productions uh i try to think of like more goofy silly like i i I wasn't a really big horror fan like growing up so like i always think of like like scooby-doo and that kind of stuff and and some of the more lighthearted, uh you know not as creepy horror stuff that and like dark stuff that that barney's into evidently so (laughs) Uh, but yeah, Monster of the Week super fun if you like to play, uh, and and it gives you that whole like kind of uh, Scooby Doo kind of vibe, and and uh, yeah, it's just it's light, it's fun. I, that would be my pick for for a Halloween tabletop game, uh, and it's it's fairly inexpensive. It's been out for quite quite a while, um, so uh, that would be, you know, you just kind of try to play a weird episode of like you can. You know, if you like it, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, or like yeah. you know, uh, get your Scooby Angel. Gang together, Feel like your Scooby, like Scooby Doo, you just you know, you play Monster of the Week. It's super fun. That's what I would do. Uh, ben, what what do you got?
1: Uh, so, I'll probably get a little bit of a little oh, bit of yeah. kickback here from uh, from chat, uh, but Alien is absolutely. A, a horror movie it's not a sci-fi movie it's a horror movie okay and i will stand by this fact until let it die so a cinematic session of the alien role play game will be all the horror you need on halloween um yeah it, I would it is that. A, a lot of people who are familiar with tabletop rpgs um they've really kind of only been familiar with these giant long campaign kind of style games. But like Monster of the Week, like you said, very much great for little one shots. Exactly. And honestly, the the cinematic way to play the Alien RPG from Free League Publishing is the way to play that game. It's designed to be done in one, maybe two sessions. Yeah. And due to the stress mechanic of the dice, you can work so much tension and suspense into a game of Alien that, uh, with 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 the right setting the right table dressing and the right uh atmosphere this is absolutely a horror pick for for halloween
0: so actually
2: we're we're, like what you just mentioned about alien it actually is is like there's a there's a really cool just kind of like a real parallel to this is like save the cat which is i think i talked about that a a few ep on one episode one of the genres is called monster in the house it's a it's a genre where what it is is like you are you have to face um you know you have to face a monster it doesn't have to be a monster but basically what it is is like you face a threat in a finite place that you can't escape from an aliens is a perfect example of that mm-hmm. jaws is yeah. another example of that where you're in a small town you can't escape from so there's so it is it fits with that exactly what you're saying about it. it's sure. the monster in the house genre sure. uh
0: looks like rodrigo is joining us from rio again uh, rodrigo thank you so much for joining us uh... We always greatly appreciate you having us or joining us for for our shows. Uh, let's see here. Rodrigo also says werewolf would be my choice for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Any any uh, of the
1: world of darkness stuff can be really good. Yeah.
0: So. yeah. yeah. Uh, Hungry Ewok says kids on bikes would be a, would be great for a Halloween one shot. Yeah, you you could play as kids. You know, you know, encountering something really creepy and <laughs> you know weird. Yeah, and and that's a system that's pretty rules light and pretty easy to just pick up and play it's one of my favorites uh says i'd go with hunter for a halloween horror tip rpg absolutely yeah
2: uh, when, when you have when you have a thing called world of darkness you know that you pretty much can grab any of those right right <laughs> uh
0: jody said that i have i've run a uh, chariot of the gods uh times and the ending of act one two and two of oh at the end of act one two of my players had to leave the table and regain their composure yeah it, it has that uh, I, I love uh all of those cinematic scenarios for uh mm-hmm. for for the alien rpg and and uh, you know i i try not to be too you know too much of a uh shell for for freely publishing on this show, i but, have you know, no qualms about <laughs> but, it. but ben evidently is, is totally okay with it uh but uh you know, I, Andrew does a great job with those uh, with the writing of those uh, scenarios, and with the uh, he did a great job with the uh, Clone Marines book too. So uh, I'm just excited to see uh, more and more of these uh, these cinematic scenarios. So, uh, want to talk about board games? So Let's switch it up for a little bit. Let's let's do a couple board games. Uh, Barney, uh, what what do you got for a board game for a Halloween game?
2: Oh, I mean, Arkham Horror. I mean, we that's the the co- I've I've always I've always preferred co op games when it comes, because I get really i i I get i i get really competitive so um i I lose friends when i play competitive board games so at least when I do a co-op game um no i'm 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 i exaggerate i've never lost (laughs) a friend from it uh and but co-op games i love co-op games and but and, and then you know arkham horror when you play it in the right atmosphere it can be uh it can be pretty freaky Sure. So uh, nice. that, that, that would be my pick uh, is that's a, that's a pretty scary fun game is the Arkham horror plus, you know, the Dunwich, was it the Dunwich
0: one? Was it horror? Is it the expansion horror. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. 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 That one's Very good cool. too. Cool. Uh, my pick for uh, for Halloween theme games, this is a game that I actually played yesterday and mm-hmm. it's readily readily available. I think it's on sale actually right now uh, online. Uh, and, but I'm going to tell you if your friendly local game sort of has it, you should just buy it from them too. But, and that of course is horrified. I'm a big fan. I've always been a big fan of like the universal monsters where, you know, I, I love Bella Lugosi and, uh, Lon Chaney who, who did the who did Dracula and the Wolfman. And, and I love universal monsters. So I think that, uh, you know, you can't really go, too far away from Halloween without the, those classic monsters, uh, in the, in the conversation, so this is a wonderful, uh, little board game by Ravensburger, uh, it is, I think it retails for about 30 bucks, you get some, some universal monster minis, there, I think there's six, six of them in there, I can't remember, five or six, yeah, that. yeah, and you can play, you can adjust the difficulty of it, it's a co-op game, so you're trying to, you know, work together, trying to, you know, defeat these monsters and save the village, and it's super fun. It plays in about an hour. It's super easy to set up, super easy to take down. You know, for thirty bucks, it's I, I think Ravensburger's really kind of nailing it with with some of these like board games that are fairly inexpensive. That uh, you know, you, you look at them and you're like, eh, is this going to be okay? And and yeah, usually they they are really really decent. Uh, and it's great. Like, like Barney said, it's, it's, you know, his, his suggestion was co-op mine. This is a co-op game uh, just because, you know, a lot of people aren't really into competitive games and it's just, you know, I think that each monster kind of brings something different to the table and you've got different heroes that, uh, that you can play. So there's a lot of a lot, and each hero has like different abilities. So you know, there's a lot of replayability in this in that box, uh, so you can kind of mix up the the monsters and play it. And like I said, it it's not gonna take you all afternoon too to play. It. If you just have everybody over, just kind of just sit down and play a game for like an hour, that's the game to play, I I think for, for Halloween. Uh, it and it's super easy, super super easy to learn. Like it's not you know once you once you play a couple a couple rounds, it's like oh okay I got all this and now I need to know now now let's let's get to uh, figuring out what we need to do to take care of some of these monsters so, yeah I, I i picked it up a while ago i got it out yesterday and, and i'm like yeah this is a really good day. they've got a new version which you can probably see over my shoulder. i, was, I, I was
1: just gonna say they they've got a uh the american monster yeah
0: they, they've got, yeah that one's uh it does like all american folklore so you probably like you, you have to try to like uh battle the bigfoot and uh, the jersey devil and the banshee and there's a whole bunch of different ones that i some of them i haven't even heard of but uh, <laughs> i thought it was really cool so i picked up that copy and then there's another there's also the alien uh Fate of the nostromo board game which is also they're all three all three of them are co-op games so i like i said can't really go wrong with, with any of those i think at this point uh if you're a big fan of you know they're not real dense games but they're they're fun and they're replayable and you know they're not super super expensive, and right now, the the horrified the the base one the first one, it's probably pretty easy to find right now, and there's probably a lot on the shelf. So it's
1: very very good.
0: Yeah, it's fun. So uh, Ben, what uh, what do you got?
1: Well, enough of this co-op stuff. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go for the we're gonna go for the throat here. Oh um, man! And so th- this is this is really. It's just a a cosmetic update, but uh, my favorite two-player game is Patchwork uh, from Lookout Games. And this was actually going to be a new at the store uh, for this week, except we decided to talk about Halloween-themed games. This is Patchwork Halloween Edition. Um, It's the same Patchwork game that you know that you love, uh, but they've kind of updated it with some really fun, whimsical Halloween patterns and themes to the Patchwork. Uh, For those unfamiliar with it, in Patchwork, you are building a quilt by uh, drafting all these different swatches um, from around the table. It is a two-player only game, so you're going head-to-head against uh, one other person. And uh, it can be a little cutthroat. It can be a little uh, uh, as you kind of go around, uh, because each piece, each size, shape is only available once. So if you are paying attention to what you're trying to do, what your opponent's trying to do, how much time is left in the game, You can really pull over some power moves. And quite honestly, the scariest thing about this is probably your score at the end of your first game. Uh, The first time I played it, both me and uh, my opponent were in the negatives. So uh, it was, uh, but it is a fantastic two player game, Uh, my favorite two player game. And uh, the Halloween edition has me so excited. Um, it's from designer Uwe Rosenberg, and uh, get get your hands on it. It's a it's a fantastic game to have in your collection, whether you get the Halloween version or any of the other ones that are out there. They've got a Christmas, an Americana, and the classic edition. All of them, all of them great. All of them are are the same game, so just pick the flavor you like the most. Um, and I like the Halloween one, so sure. yay. So
2: I know Ben. I so I, I remind Ben. So I'll, I'll remind Ben in public that. Um, before ben knew who i was and i wasn't just some regular guy walking in his store (laughs) i went i went to quarterstaff games and i said listen i like board games my wife hates board games do you have a game that i can play with my wife who hates board games and you said yes
0: and then you walked away
2: yeah, yeah that me. was it that was yeah.
1: that was my customer service
2: <laughs> it's twilight imperium you need to spray this no um it was and then you gave me you gave me uh you said patchwork you, you she'll love this and then we we it, came home and we we played it and she loved the game so yeah
0: it's yeah. a super super fun game it, it's it's it it's one of those games that's sneaky strategic yeah
1: yeah. Yep. Play it a couple of times. You get the feel for it. You'll understand how it flows, and uh, it's super rewarding when that clicks in your brain. Yeah. Um, it's it's so it's so simple and yet so elegant. And honestly, exactly. that's a lot of Uwe Rosenberg's designs um, are are that way, and this is no different. So, uh, yes, the Halloween version of Patchwork, um, a plus. Hmm. <laughs> Big recommendation for me. But it would be a recommendation even if there wasn't a Halloween one. But. Uh... <laughs>
0: Uh, Rodrigo has another suggestion for uh, RPG, which is Ten Candles. It just came to his mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ten Candles is a great, uh, great RPG, especially uh, you know y- you know that the the end is coming here. So one or two candle goes out. And, yeah, that's it's uh, definitely a good, good game. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think I, I don't have a physical copy of Patchwork, but I, I I've played the app uh, quite a bit, and the app is great, by the way. So if, if you enjoy the board game, you should definitely pick up the app because the app is. Is uh, really really well done. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, I, I didn't realize there were so many different patchwork board games. To be honest with you, I thought that there was just that one. I didn't realize there was a Christmas one and a Americana one and a Halloween yep. one. You would think that the Halloween one and the Christmas ones would would basically. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't have the Christmas one in stock, but you, you would think that there there'd be a limited window as to when like the Halloween and the Christmas one. Would oh, yeah. sell on, on retail shelves
1: yeah and and you know you, you'll probably like in a couple weeks i'm going to order the christmas one and i'll have it once these uh halloween ones kind of sell out so and nice. a lot of stores if there are like seasonally themed games that are explicitly like a singular season sometimes they go into storage for your year and then they come back yeah. out again so yeah cool. yeah you'll definitely be popping up
0: nice uh, someone wants to know, Barney uh, Vanderbeest wants to know what is the truck that I see over Barney's shoulder?
2: Oh, this one. Oh, speaking <laughs> <it's thinking laughs> about
0: Halloween, Barney, you got uh, what is this? Da 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 da. <laughs> oh, it's, uh, it's a car. Is it the it's <laughs> <trailer? laughs> no.
2: the trailer. Lightning
0: McQueen. Nice. <laughs> now we're gonna get that strike on our uh, on, on my YouTube account for the. So I
2: mean, but but you know, I would say though, like um, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, secondary market Legos, man. You gotta find them on eBay. This is like this is a great opportunity.
0: <laughs> so. Does anybody have a third suggestion for uh, for Halloween-themed games? I got two more. You got two more? All right. I've no, got, I got one more. i got a video game. i got a video game, too. All right. Give give me, give me your video game, Barney. I, I, go but ahead. Video games go ahead. are never going to I don't know laugh. anybody that plays video games, but go ahead.
2: That's, uh, video games are just such a flash in the pan. They're not going to last. Get off my lawn, youngster. <laughs> So it's so for anybody who has a Steam account, this is still an alpha. It's been an alpha for seven years now, I think, or maybe six years. And it is one of the uh, it's one of the funnest, funnest um, uh, open world games. It's called seven days to die. It's a zombie, basically like a zombie Minecraft game where it's but it doesn't have like the pixel things, but it's it's one of those world-building games where you start off, where you get nothing. It's first-person, and you what you have to do is build a way to protect yourself. So the thing, there's zombies out in the daytime, but the zombies run, walk really slow in the daytime. At nighttime, they run, and so what you do is like you pr- you basically set yourself up or like trying to find a shack, find something so you can like hole up for the night. You know, you build up the walls and stuff, and you know, you know but you know bar up the windows and everything and the reason why it's called seven days to die is because you have seven days because on the seventh night a zombie horde attacks you so you only have seven days to build yourself up enough to protect yourself from a zombie horde attacking and it is a fun it is if you like those world building pick up stick kind of games it's so fun i remember that one of my more memorable things that I did is like I, I was able to find an old radio station like and I was able to go there. I had like, a you know, cement walls and stuff. But it was enough to do that I that I actually planned it out where I would like got pieces of wood and I'd climb up the top of the, the radio tower or the inter- and then I would like hammer up some boards, just enough, almost like a deer stand kind of deal. And then on the seventh night when like I was I was climbed up to the top and I like I watched the sunset and I huddled in there and I had like, you know, like a can of beans or something and I would eat the can of beans. And then over the over the hill as the sun was setting, I saw a horde of hundreds of zombies run towards my radio my radio station and i was like i just stood there and it was like it was all night long it's like you can even do like normal time but you know you don't wait eight physical hours but like it was like 40 minutes of me watching the zombies break through the cement wall and start crashing into it and everything and then and it was like the moon was out so you could see them through the moonlight and they're scratching at the the the, the the pole and all that kind of stuff for like all that long. I'm then like eating my beans like do I wanna to die tonight. I'm like eating my beans and then and then and then when the sun comes up, they kind of like cannibalized each other. So there's just like a mass of just like Zombie bodies all over there, and I kind of like <laughs> Climbed down there, and I had my, like, you know, like my my bat and like Some of them moved. Like, and I kind of hit it just a bit, and so i try to like clean up a bit. But that is a fun game. That is a fun game. So seven days to die. If you, it's on. It's still in alpha. I it think sounds, alpha it sounds
0: super stressful.
2: It is a stress. <laughs> you get attacked by zombies. Like you yeah. have like the, the daytime. It's fun because they walk so slow. You can like beat them, and then like you know. You know take their clothes or whatever and you know fashion a <laughs> fashion a bow and arrow with it or whatever i don't know but like but at night time it's like you see the sun setting and like it makes this like wow sound like you know right the zombies are coming out it's time to hunker down but it's oh. a yeah it's if you like scary zombie games this is this is really immersive so nice
0: speaking yeah. of, of scary zombie games that I, I wasn't even thinking of this until until you said scary zombie games zombicide is also another game that, uh, that you could play during halloween and that's a very much uh, uh, it's a very it's again a co-op game because you know Ben, we we want to plug as many co-op games as we can on, because Ben hates on. them.
1: Got to get got to get rid of my other suggestion. <laughs> um,
0: but there is a new second edition of Nomicide, which seems to be uh, they kind of revamped the rules and, and uh, they've kind of uh, made things a little bit more easy to to understand. Uh, it looks like we, we lost Ben for for a second. Uh, we'll, we'll see what uh, see see what happens there. Uh, so but enemy, hey, uh,
2: hey, hey, let's talk but, about Ben. Man, what's so, up with that Ben guy? <laughs>
0: ben... <laughs> there he is. Ben's back. I don't
1: know what happened. It all just right. took me out. I'm sorry. It's all good. It's all good.
0: Um, so Zombicide, if, if you're a fan of like The Walking Dead, it's va- basically like Walking Dead, the, the board game. You basically have a group of survivors and, and you gear up and you try to take out zombies uh, while you're trying to complete different missions in the city and you try to, you know, scavenge or try to just complete some sort of objectives before or objective or two before uh before you get taken out by uh the zombie hordes and there's you know there's runners there's zombie there's like you know regular zombies there's runners there's brutes which are just kind of just big you know they're a lot tougher to take down then there's abominations which come out every once in a while and those those are just super super hard to take down um yeah and that's, that's one of the games that I would say is probably a good good Halloween-themed uh, suggestion. The other game that I would probably suggest, and this game has been out for quite some time and just had a, uh, an expansion put out, I think, a couple of years ago, is Betrayal on, uh, on the House of the Hill. Uh, this is a very... Uh, what, what was that face, Ben? Nah! <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Ben and I are on the same spot, <laughs> the same, same page. Uh, Betrayal uh, is very uh, like a hacker kind of slash kind of movie. So if you like uh, those those type of movies, you play it's it's basically almost like a like an RPG in a box. Almost uh, you go in and you kind of uh, search this house, and then eventually one of the characters becomes the uh, the killer. The reason why that you're there, you're all there and they set you all up to. Uh, to meet your demise in one way or the other, and and uh, yeah, super fun, super thematic. But yeah, that's uh, that, that's a game that I would say, and, and you, like like Ben just showed, that's uh, a game that should be in stock. So uh, you know, if yeah. your friendly local game the, store has to pick it up,
1: the the base game I don't think is quite back in distribution yet. It was out of print for a while. Uh, the version I have right now is the legacy version, uh, which uh, tells the prequel of how the house became so haunted.
0: Oh, that's cool. So, uh, I don't think if, I, I don't think I've ever yeah. played that.
1: It's uh. It's, so it's very, is that a, is that a legacy game? It is a legacy game. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you will make permanent changes to the game. Uh, so the way the legacy storyline is set up is each player plays a different family that is fighting over this this house, and you'll betray and backstab and everything. And every game is another generation of these families feuding over this house. And every time you have a game, you're setting up the reason why the the house on the hill is filled with these 50 plus different haunts because so much bad stuff has happened in it. So, yeah, it's a it, it's really really neat, uh, really neat explanation. And, and if you're a fan of betrayal and want a little bit more betrayal, legacy is great. And you can even dive right in with legacy first without any experience with uh, regular betrayal as well.
0: Nice. I'll have to pick that up. I, I totally, I, there's so many releases that come out every uh, every year that uh, Betrayal Legacy is one of those games that uh, uh, I knew when it came out I wanted to pick it up and then I just kind of forgot about it. So, mm-hmm. and, and you can get that at that free RPG day too, right? You could. Yeah, you could definitely. That, that was, could have purchased that at free RPG day. Yeah. I, I, could have, <laughs> I don't Oh, Barney. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just I'm trying to. Yes, yes, Barney, that's yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So that that's uh, those are my my suggestions for uh, yeah. Halloween themed uh, board games. Uh, John wants to know, but what about Pandemic, Ben?
1: Oh, believe me, we're living in it. It's scary. Um, yeah, no. Um, Pandemic is another great game. If uh, if if you're a germaphobe, it might fit right into your your spooky horror. Uh, board game theme night. Really, really fun. Um, probably if you wanted a twist on uh, on it for Halloween, instead of trying to save the world, you could play Plague Inc., which is a board game based off the uh, app in which you are the viruses trying to infect the world, which would be a good one to to throw out on Halloween if you're willing to be a little on the nose in today's world. Uh, but one of the other, uh, it was another role-play game that I wanted to bring up, um, and that is Dread. Um, it's actually oh, more yes. of a, definitely more of a system than like an actual like game itself. Uh, instead of dice, Dread uses a Jenga tower as its method of of uh, instilling fear and challenge to the opponent uh, to the players. Uh, as you play through. Uh, your characters can kind of do what they can do and they can do it no problem. But if there's ever a time that your character needs to do something above and beyond their normal skills, the GM may have you uh, attempt to pull from the pull from the tower and place the block on top. So the more riskier things you try to do, the more tense the game gets. Uh, and if you ever knock over the tower, uh, that's curtains for your character yeah, either immediately or uh, at the next available opportunity, uh, your character is probably kaput, and you will be out of the game for that session. Um, really, really fun. Really, uh, seeing that Jenga tower weave and wobble is so suspenseful. It's it's wonderful.
0: So Wait, what's this game called again? It's called Dread. It's it just just called yeah. It's just Dread. So Dread, I, I have an idea for a convention game, and we might if if things are a little bit better Ooh. for in twenty twenty two. Uh, I, I one of my uh, projects for 2022 was to create a live sh- a, v- a VCG live show at conventions where we play dr- where we play dread for a live audience with a gigantic lawn version <laughs> of the Jenga tower in nice. front of everybody. <laughs> And that's and that's how we're going to do our live show, because we've done lo- other live shows as well. But that was our, my my idea for uh, nice. for 2022 was yeah. or actually it was actually it was 2020 and it kind of got postponed. <laughs> and, and of course, we didn't get pushed out. Yeah. So it, it, 2022, if, uh, as long as we can do a live show and, and we can do it safely, uh, that's going to be our our BCG convention show. Nice. will be uh, will be dread, we'll be, do games of dread. Do you have so a funny. Do you
1: have a lawn tower Jenga yet?
0: I haven't. I've actually priced them out. In fact, I was a I had one in my Amazon cart right as COVID was happening. Like right, like when we were at Gamma Expo, Ben, I was actually pricing them, trying to get them for a relatively inexpensive. You know, I tried to find one that was on sale. Found one mm-hmm. on Amazon. I kind of put it in my cart, and I'm like, okay, well, I'll, I'll pick this up once I get back. And then we all had to fly back in like COVID. And I'm like, oh no, like we're probably not going to have conventions after you know after a month or so. It was like, oh no, this isn't probably going to work. Now I'll have to reprice it and get a new quote. But yeah, it's what, one of those things. Why,
1: at... why don't you just start making plans, um, and I'll grab the one that's literally ten feet away from me, and it can be donated to this to to the show. Do you do
0: you have a do you have a, a giant Jenga tower?
1: I do. It's right it, ten feet away from me in the store. Yeah,
0: I didn't know that.
1: I do. You walked past it like three times on Saturday.
0: I never even saw it.
1: It's right on the floor with a big sign that says Jenga.
0: Wow. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm definitely going to do it. Yeah. That, if it that. was a
1: zombie, it would have bit you.
0: It would have. <laughs> Rodrigo says Jenga. That's two horror games in one. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Uh, it's it's super fun, and uh, I've I've kind of wanted to, to do something different for uh, yeah. conventions, and, and I think that'll be perfect. Uh, so just hopefully, crossing my fingers that uh, that uh, we'll be able to do live shows uh, next year soon. Cool, cool all right uh, if you have any suggestions if you're listening to this podcast or if you listening or you're watching this uh, uh video even after the fact let us know what your suggestion is for uh, halloween themed games we'd love to to you know hear what uh, what suggestions you might have uh maybe we can even add it to uh, our uh, uh our, our libraries for uh games that uh, we'd like to play and uh, yeah i think we've got a whole bunch of suggestions for uh for Halloween themed games uh, this year and even a video game if you want to stay at home and just play a video game <laughs> and try to survive the zombie apocalypse every 7 days every 7 so, days every That's 7, right. every seven. Yeah. All right, folks. Uh, I'll, if you've watched all this way, all this far, uh, or listened to all this this way, thank you so much. You're the reason why we do these uh, these shows. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, we love uh, everyone that, that tunes in live, and uh, we greatly appreciate everyone that that uh, uh, joins us in in the chat. Thank you so much to everyone. Uh, if you haven't already, please hit that like button down below. Uh, like I said, that helps us grow as a show, and definitely. Uh, Definitely lets other folks know that uh, we're, like I said, we're somewhat entertaining. At least I hope so, and uh, we love to promote all sorts of tabletop and RPG games uh, here here at VCG. Uh, yep. All right, and
2: if, and if and if you came for Jason, sorry.
0: Yeah, and if uh, <laughs> if you came for Jason or Amanda, I, yep. I apologize. Uh, We'll yeah. uh, we we'll, we'll hopefully have them back next week and and uh have have a, a fuller uh, cast but uh, I think we did pretty well guys. Uh, the three of us uh, we, we did all right I think in this this creepy Halloween themed episode. Yeah,
2: I mean I've, I think so. I think I think we nailed it, huh? Uh, uh, fist pump, Ben. Ben f- fist bump? There you go. go. Fis- there we go. Fist there bump. You go. Where's your camera? Oh, what are we do down here? I'm trying you? to get.
0: Oh, you're raising yeah, the roof. See, so is this, is, this is this is this is why folks should watch live and not listen to the, the it's podcast. It's horrible. It's just it's a mess. So. You missed it on
2: my Avengers Christmas
0: cardigan. I know, I know. Yeah. All right, folks, that's going to do it for episode 121 of the Chaotic Good Cast. It was chaotic, but it was so good. We will see you all next week. Thanks so much for watching this video, Uh, if you would be so kind, and make sure you hit that like, comment, and subscribe, all the YouTube jazz that we're supposed to do here. Uh, It really is greatly appreciated, and if you'd like to support us more, uh, you can uh, check us out on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com backslash victoryconditiongaming. We have all sorts of Patreon perks, and it It definitely helps support our show. Thank you so much.
1: What? it says toppling timbers. But the sign above it said Jenga. How
0: how big is it? How big is it? I don't don't know. It's
1: heavy. That that's one of the bricks.
0: Okay. How how high does it go?
1: I was looking. I don't know. It's to scale. It's to scale. (laughs) Fifty-four blocks. Use three blocks to make eighteen layers. Each layer is approximately.
2: It's like an inch and a half. Isn't that like an inch? Yeah, they're like
1: an inch and a half. So, so I don't know. Uh, so, so you probably want to do it on a table. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, which would probably make sense. Stage, but Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, if you want to put up mics and everything too, we, we yeah. want it, we'd probably want it on a table. It's not giant, but it's, it's pretty big. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That'll work. Definitely.
2: That's I did... Um, so I got to tell I I, I I was trying to get on there. I was trying to like Google hungry. to say, All right, you you know, you guys are wearing your your sweaters last week. I'm like, I'm gonna put on my sweater. So I had to Google like I want a sweater with the buttons on it. That's a cardigan. It's not a Christmas. It's not an ugly right. Christmas. So so ugly Christmas cardigans, you know, you can kind of get that too. I like the buttons. It kind of feels
0: Yeah, no, all my sweaters have buttons.
2: You know what it's like this is the thing that people don't tell you about when you're getting older people are like oh your knees are gonna go but you get to wear button-down sweaters you don't get to wear button-down uh-huh. sweaters until you like get into your
0: 40s i've realized you know. that i don't like putting things over my head oh really yeah so i think that's i mean maybe it's just because i'm old and like i can't like i get lost <laughs> and like i get stuck like this you know with, like it's trying to get dark
1: through. Got, dark.
0: But, but no seriously I, I don't because it like it usually messes up my hair and then I have to go like make sure that my hair is not like, do you, you gel like that person.
2: or do you have like pomade do you have like
0: pomade I've got, I, it's it's uh, it's He's a
2: dapper dan man I'll
0: have to show you uh, what what I use
2: you could use pomade
0: do you have pomade? no I don't use pomade I don't even know what no. that
2: is it's like that it's like that the hair gel but it's like that you know you do that and then you kind of you know
0: no I think that's what Jason uses yeah Jason uses something I, I
1: usually use it. I, I didn't today. I went on natural.
0: I feel really, like, when I don't have, like, product in my hair, I feel like like my hair is just. Because I used to be, like, when I worked, like, at a, a 9 to 5 job, like, by the end of the day, like, if my hair was just, like, a mess, people knew that it was a rough day for me. Wow. And so, like, I tried to have some sort of product in my hair because by the end of the day, like, usually it would become a mess if even if I didn't have if I didn't have product in it and people would just like stay away from me because. So oh, what, well, what,
2: what, 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 what product did you use?
0: I, I There's all sorts of different things. Oh, come on. I'll I show, I'm i not going to plug. I'm not going to plug hair product on the show oh. unless uh, unless <laughs> well, they well, want to give me some post, sort of sponsorship.
2: Post-credits. It's post credits.
0: Doesn't matter. Yeah, I know. But I'm not gonna. This is
2: unscripted. <laughs> this is unscripted, Doug, because you have you have you've run a pretty strict script for us beforehand,
0: you know. But then when you run the thing, yeah, you know. I'm 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 a tyrant on this show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, says my hair is like a, a quarter a half inch long. Do you really need product? I do actually. You know, I it's not a quarter inch long. It's I actually just got it cut the other day. I have a great stylist. She's amazing. Yeah.
1: keeps that tasty dad vibe going
0: oh my god we can just we can stop that whenever we want we don't need to be encouraging that uh that saying henry says i haven't had hair for 22 years that's all right there's a few years where i didn't have hair i'm lucky a lot of a lot of the my my friends that i grew up with have uh less hair so i feel very fortunate I and luckily luckily yeah. you know, how's your how's your hair situation barney is isn't that bad it's not bad no no it's not bad and luckily you know mine hasn't turned gray it's still all it's you know black color that it, it's always been
2: I get that i'm getting some of that salt and pepper on the side now i'm getting that dug. i'm getting the, no, I'm you getting get the that uh Doug. what is that the,
0: what's the uh, fantastic four uh, on oh, the Reed Richards. You, you get know? the Reed Richards thing. Okay,
2: thing. can I? Can I? Okay, he, I gotta talk about. I'm. I, I'm. Oh no. I'm a little <laughs> upset about. <laughs> I, 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 gotta, I. I awoke
0: the Barney. Oh, uh, here wanna, we go.
2: This is the thing. I want to get on some kind of comic book p- podcast and just rant about this. So this is something I'm gonna rant about. Why the heck you cannot have the Reed Richards is considered the the most brilliant man, like in 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 Marvel comics. Like he's like the that has the highest intelligence. The thing that bugs me is like, when you have some sort of 20 something or 30 something guy or wh- wh- whoever writing, do not do inner monologue for the most, the smartest man ever. Like, you know, it, it sounds petty and it sounds ridiculous. It's like, don't do inner monologues for Reed Richards. The guy is supposed <laughs> to be the smartest man ever. The last thing you want to do is like, I wonder how Susan feels about me right now, or you know what, you know, <laughs> wash your daughter. No, 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 you don't make it a mystery about what he's thinking about because he's the smartest man and like just, you just you can't i mean i understand right about peter parker the kid he, people can kind of feel like i can kind of imagine what he's feeling like you cannot imagine what the smartest man ever is thinking about don't do inner monologue for reed richards you're embarrassing yourself okay that was <mind>.
0: Wow. Barney, tell us how you really feel about this. It's
2: like, it, just, it bugs me. It bugs me. It's like, why? Do not do that. It's like wow. don't understand. Like
0: I didn't realize that Barney was this passionate about Reed Richards.
2: You can't. I can't. I am so excited. <laughs> I am I I you know I, I'm I'm gonna like, you know, I'm gonna pee my pants when when the Fantastic Four <laughs> finally comes out. But just don't do inner monologues for you can't. There's no unless I like, you know, unless you're writing for like, here's the thing. Sherlock Holmes has baggage. It's kind of easy to think. And when you write about it, and here's the other thing, when you write finite storylines of like brilliant people, you already know the ending to it. So you can make, you can make the character seem smart because you already know how they're going to solve the mystery or all this kind of stuff. But when you have an ongoing series of the guy supposed to be the smartest man ever, where, where's the end game on that? Just don't write and just you save yourself some, breath. just don't write in your monologue you know what he can just okay that's what I gotta say
0: all right I'm I'm doing that on on that note (laughs) that's a good place I think we're gonna call it a show (laughs) thanks so much everybody for sticking around